0: Hi everyone, you're listening to the Bridgeway Podcast. The purpose of these podcasts is to give us the opportunity to share information and thoughts with you and to inspire all of you who work at Bridgeway. As ever, we'd love to hear from you, so if you've got any feedback, please get in touch.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Lisa Brackner, HR Director, and welcome to our first ever Bridgeway Podcast. Today, I'm catching up with RMD, Pino Derosa to talk about his thoughts on wellbeing and what our plans are at Bridgeway around our approach to employee wellbeing. Pino, I've been at Bridgeway for just over 20 years now. I didn't know how to send an email on my first day and now we're doing a podcast. Um, But for those that haven't known you as long as I have, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, um, Pino De Rosa, Managing Director of Bridgeway Consulting. Uh, I I left school at um, 16 years old with the equivalent, I guess, of six GCSE passes. um, But work um, opportunities were quite tough in the 1980s. Um, none of my family had been to university so I I figured I needed a job Um, started out on a YTS which is today's equivalent of of the Kickstarter scheme Um, became a trainee um, rather than apprentice bricklayer Uh, at the time in the 80s apprenticeships were virtually non-existent and and then I I joined BR when I was 18 years old um, and went back to college uh, finished my Uh, advanced crafting brick lane and brick lane technology and then um, went on to um, take an ordinary ordinary national certificate uh, in civil engineering and then went on to do a HNC high national certificate at Nottingham Trent University. Um, I was promoted to a senior technical officer grade and became a member of British Rail's underwater inspection unit Um, that gave me the opportunity to go to Fort Bovisan in Plymouth I trained as, where I trained as a commercial diver, basic air diver part three, um, which was great fun. Still ranks as probably the six most exciting end-to-end weeks of my life. Uh, got married to my wife, Carolyn, in 1994. And then um, the following year, along with Brian Madison and Andy Jones, um, set up Bridgeway Consulting in the April. Uh, I've got four daughters. Um, they're... Um, from range in age from 16 to 23 years old and um, uh, and yeah generally you know been a, a busy guy at work um, uh, in my personal life um, I, I, I guess I've always enjoyed um, keeping fit and um, and in the early stages of my career my day job pretty much provided all the exercise uh, needs and I I, 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 um, I had um, and as as I've evolved in terms of through my career, I've ended up doing other things to keep myself um, in shape, uh, different sports and uh, uh, and um, and what have you.
1: When was the last time you went diving?
0: Uh, too long ago, to be honest.
1: <laughs> um, what motivates you?
0: I, um, I guess the freeze motivates me. The exceeding expectations everywhere, safely and sustainably, and and that's not just about work. That's in my personal life too. I believe that you know we should. Where, where we can give some, somebody a little bit more of what they were expecting. I, just, I like the feeling I get from it when someone gives me something that I wasn't expecting and it can range from a, a burger to a coffee or whatever. Um, trying to do something um, as well as I can is something that's important to me and trying to do something a little bit better than I did last time is something I try and aim at. Um, watching people grow in themselves and grow as a team gives me a big buzz. So within the business, people who who came into the company, such as yourself, who, as you said in your intro... (laughs) Couldn't send an email. (laughs) Couldn't send an email when you first joined and now you're at director level. That, for me, is a really satisfying buzz. Um, And, yeah, I know it sounds like a bit of a cliche, but Bridgeway is all about, for me, being part of something that's much greater than the sum of its parts. Um, And that's whether we're... uh dealing with um ourselves on a peer-to-peer level or with um or with clients and we're not perfect but we're working you know we're working towards being a little bit better
1: yeah. um so one of the purposes of today is to talk about well-being um, and i think the pandemic in particular has shone a light on this and um, i think there's some people out there that still see it as quite a fluffy maybe hr initiative what does well-being mean to you
0: uh, it's it's a massive part of everyday life um I think, you know, everybody gets the exercise side of things in life and, um, you know, it's, and it, it's a priority to some more than others. I strongly believe that a healthy body will support a healthy mind um, and it doesn't really matter where you're at or what level you're at. If you're doing something that gives you a little bit, bit of exercise, it's it's better than nothing. Um, I think that physical um exercise is everybody understands and sees it and some people like it more than others i think that people need to in my view people need to realize that mental uh, working on your mental well-being is equally as important just as important yeah and
1: yeah. um, what initiatives then are we exploring at bridgeway in relation to well-being
0: yeah um well-being initiatives that we're exploring are, are we're going to be signatories to the rail mental health charter and work towards its framework the Charter has been created with the aim of encouraging employees to engage with mental health agenda and support them in preventing and addressing mental ill health. It also aims to share good practice and take proactive approach to an open and inclusive culture within, within the company. Um, the signatories of the Charter are, are, are required to develop an action plan that address key issues and will continue to share updates on this as, as we work through them. Most importantly, I want everyone who works for us to feel safe and secure in having Honest and open conversations about how they're feeling. I, I never want to um, anybody to feel as though they need to hide their issues if they have any. And you know, when you look at it, we all have bad days. But what's really important is to have people in your life that can be there for you when you need them. And um, and if needs be, I want Bridgeway to be one of those people. I want people at Bridgeway to be somebody you can contact when you're in that sort. Of, when you're in that place.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we've got some really great initiatives on the horizon. And for me, the most important is that we have that culture at Bridgeway where people can have that open and honest conversation. So what are we going to do next?
0: We need to formulate a plan to align ourselves to the Charter. Um, we need to continue with HSQE surveys, which we've been doing for a while. Although the response to the last one wasn't the size we would like, um, it was reassuring that the feedback that we got was positive in relation to Um, well-being and mental health. The feedback generally showed that most people felt able to approach their managers if they had an issue, um, which is a good starting point. These surveys matter to me. Um, We need your feedback so that we can improve what we do. So I'd encourage everyone to take part in them. We want to get this right and improve what we do, which will only happen if as many of you as possible engage with the process. And we're also going to be providing training in the new year to our mental health champions within your teams. Our HR team will be working on events calendars for next year and to keep you up to date with initiatives and share as much information as we can to help support your well-being. The most important thing is that at Bridgeway we all feel that we work in a safe environment where we can have an open and honest conversation around mental health.
1: I think it's really important that people are proactive and engage with these initiatives um, but how are we going to know whether it's working and how we're we going to measure its success.
0: Our plan is to have well-being as an agenda item in our safety leadership meetings and aim to identify emerging trends. This will enable us to focus resources where needed and keep our safety strategy on track. Reviewing statistics and trends generated from our HR team will help. And I feel we have a generally positive workplace, but I need to feel confident that we're doing our best to promote our culture right across the business and at all levels. And that's whether it's at head office, in remote offices or out on site. So
1: that's obviously what we're doing from a business perspective. But now getting on to you, um, some people might think that you you've got no worries at all. Um, but tell us what keeps you up at night.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, look, my, my responsibility as the MD is something I don't take lightly. Um, you know within that commerciality and assurance, I sort of fighting with each other all the time from a, a commercial perspective. You know, the pressures to Increase um, turnover and increase uh, income are high because we need to survive financially. But at the same time, from an assurance perspective, we need to make sure we keep our people safe and we deliver a quality job. So they're always balancing aspects, people safety and well-being. Absolute top top of my agenda. Without without people who are in you know who are benefiting from being at work in a sustainable uh, work pattern. We can't function as a business and, you know, client delivery and quality and performance and commercial viability are things that, you know, we've got to get right as a company. If we if we overgild the lily from an assurance perspective, we won't be able to uh, survive as a business. If we if we don't deliver quality product or hurt people, we don't deserve to be in business. So, you know, they're they're, they're, they're critical. Um, My family matter a lot to me. I've got four young daughters, you know, the, the, the youngest is 16, the oldest is 23. They That's keep me stressful, awake. That, that, <laughs> four that, daughters. Yeah, that, that keeps me awake at night sometimes, <laughs> albeit I'm, I'm a lucky man. I, I do feel um, blessed in that sense. Um, my, my brother Pete, um, some of you might know him, he's got special needs, he pops around the office sometimes. He's been for a really rough patch in the last two years.
1: How's he doing
0: now? Uh, he's doing well, you know, um, in 2000, he was uh, diagnosed with um, with leukaemia and he had to have chemotherapy uh, last April. He had a double heart bypass and about a month ago he had his gallbladder removed. So, you know, despite all of that, he's still smiling. He's got an amazing personality, yeah. really, really positive, full of energy, full of beans, fingers crossed as it stands at the moment. He's doing well, but uh, I'm his primary carer as such and, and that's kept me awake. Yeah. Um, and then the pandemic... Um, And its impact on the economy um, and its impact on on my life, my family's life, um, staff and their families, because, you know, it isn't just about what we've been fortunate at Bridgeway. We've had to go through quite a bumpy road, but, you know, we have generally been able to keep busy. Some um, staff members will have members of family who haven't been able to work for whatever reason. So, you know, that kind of thing gives me something to think about and, 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 you know. It was not always meant a great night's sleep but that's <laughs> what I signed up for
1: I think for me it doesn't matter you know who you are or what level you're at in the business it can obviously affect us all but how do you manage those stresses
0: um, I I've, I've over time I've had to work out what's going off whenever I'm in certain situations and I guess I've I've learned to, to, to sort of spot those signs and I've also learned to understand um, how those signs manifest themselves what the symptoms are and then try and put coping strategies in place Um, exercise and sport have been a key key part for me I said in the early stages of my career my job kept me fit then I went into uh, engineering and that was a big change for me coming from um, an artisan tradesman uh, career moving into an engineering role created lots of challenges Um, we then set the business up had child, had got married, had children, that reduced my ability to be able to be active. But you know, I, I because of that I realized that I needed to stay fit. Um, I did karate for um, twenty or so years. I don't do that anymore. My body's changed a bit, and I, I think it's probably not <laughs> the best sport for me right now. Uh, but I, um, I, I cycle. I, I swim on occasion. I really enjoy playing tennis. Um and actually, you know, just taking long walks, um, bit time consuming sometimes, but they they, they can be really good for me. So for, as an example, you know, if I'm if I'm at meetings in London or in any place and I've got time to get from one place to another on foot, rather than jump, jump on a tube or in a cab, I'll walk. And you know, there are times when, say, for example, I get to Covent Garden Station, um, Instead of catching the lift, I walk up the stairs and that's the equivalent of walking up a 16 storey yeah. uh, office block. Um, it's not for everyone, but, you know, there are times when that's my form of exercise and yeah. I'll just fit a bunch of steps into a day. Um, I think it's really important to have somebody or a group who you can trust and share your thoughts with. Just someone that you can speak to in, in times when you're feeling stressed um, and, and what I think is really important is that there are times when it's, it's important to try and put things in perspective. We can all get stressed about stuff. And often if you give yourself time to reflect um, on what you're getting stressed about, it's not usually as bad as it yeah. s- first seems. So, you know, taking a bit of time out, taking a step back can be um, can be helpful. Um, and then our, the other things, just a small thing. I mean, I, I learned this when I was um, training as a diver. When people are anxious, they don't breathe so, so, so well. So when, you, when I first learned to dive, the biggest challenge I had was letting go of the air the I'd air got in my lungs. It's apparently it's a human natural instinct to hold on to your breath. Um, the problem with that is carbon dioxide builds up in your lungs and carbon dioxide is, is made to make you feel anxious. You're not supposed to be happy when your lungs are full of CO2. So you know, I think what people can learn to do is just exhale and inhale properly.
1: I'm laughing there because you tell me that all the time, don't you? It's like, I breathe in, but I don't breathe out. <laughs> yeah, you,
0: you, you can't take a breath in if you haven't got rid of the old breath. So, you know, some people do things like um, uh, yoga. Um, I think uh, uh, yoga and um, meditation. I think things like swimming forces you to breathe yeah. properly. And some people sing, you know. Um, if you look at a lot of societies in the past that have suffered because of poverty or whatever, you'll always find that a lot of them sing to get, to feel better. Yeah. So, you know, whatever it is, find something that works for you. Find something, those little things that make you feel better, marginal gains, little things that will make you feel a little bit better and take a break from whatever's bothering you. Yeah. Because sometimes these things that bother you, the more you dwell on them, the bigger they bigger get. bigger
1: they get, Yeah. Um, I think that to, in terms of putting stuff in perspective, that's the thing about speaking to people, isn't it? Because they can help Yeah, you, it's just sometimes um, you sharing that. that problem. Yeah. Um, so how have you educated yourself around this kind of stuff?
0: Um, well, I've tried to be self-aware. I guess there, there was a, um, an interesting point uh, one evening. I was watching TV late one night. Um, couldn't, get, couldn't get to sleep. Not particularly late, but I was watching Hard Talk on BBC and it's chaired by a guy called Stephen Sacker. And he had a, um, a chap on this um, TV session that he was doing, and it was a, a guy called Steve Peters. Steve Peters is a, a psychologist, and he'd written a book called The Chimp Paradox. And he was, provi- he was um, supporting the British cycling team and other sporting elite sports people to work out why they couldn't achieve what they wanted to achieve. And people, that, people like Bradley Wiggins went on to win the Tour de France and, and Victoria Pendleton, who were, sort of broke the mould in terms of what the UK was achieving at the time, and and he his book pretty much described why we feel the way we feel, uh, and the fact that actually you know there is this um, little voice in your head, and he, and he called it the chimp, and and um, and it was just an interesting book. I read that and I never actually got to the end of it, but I I got enough from it to just. Work out what was going on.
1: So everyone's got a chimp. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, or whatever you want to call. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So just you know, I I read I read that book and it was it was quite enlightening.
1: What do you think others can learn from that?
0: Um, I think what's important is to be proactive. Um, try and do a little bit of something different. You know, a little bit more exercise wouldn't do us any harm. You can't. You know, at the moment, as an example, I know that if I play too much tennis, my hip will my hip will hurt and my tendonitis in my shoulder will get bad so you know everything in moderation but you know have a strategy around physical health no matter what it is and it just needs to be a little bit more than what you did yesterday would help yeah do the same thing for your mental um your your, your mental health as well mm. yes small things um marginal gains be patient with yourself you know don't try and you're not going to run a marathon. If you decide you want to take up running, don't try and run a marathon within a matter of weeks or months because it can, that kind of thing takes years. Um, speak to people around how you're feeling, what your issues are. Know yourself and know when you think you're getting stressed and how what you can do to help that. But then, you know, the key thing is, you know, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Because it's too easy to, to be overcritical about yeah. where you're at and, yeah. and often, you know, chatting to... Friends and colleagues at work can be helpful.
1: So, for anybody out there in the company who's not feeling 100, um, percent they might not even know why. What message would you give them?
0: Um, keep, you know, issues, stressful issues, can make you feel that can become more consuming. Um, you won't be the first person ever to have suffered that kind of feeling. I've been there myself. It's not. It, it can. You know, it's normal. There's nothing bad about it. Just um, you know, when you're in that kind of space. Try and work out what's going off, or at least have a chat with someone. Decide who you can confide in, um, whether it's in your personal life or a work colleague or um, a, a Bridgeway line manager. Um, and if uh, and if needs be, use uh, the Validium service that we um, subscribe to, which you're all entitled to make use of. It's completely confidential, um, and the phone number of Lisa I'm sure was is provided on lots of documentation yeah, that we, we'll we provide that. guys within the business. Um,
1: so do you have a message for our managers because they're quite key in all this
0: aren't they? Yeah, the, you, you know managers are have, have played such a critical role. I mean, you know, managers most of the managers at Bridgeway started out as people doing stuff. I started out at the very lowest level of uh, of my industry I guess. Lisa you came in as an administrator. Managers are on that transition. You know, they're working really hard. They've done the job themselves. They've got a lot of pressure um, and it's hard for them to juggle things, but they are um, managers. You are the conduit between the frontline staff and and the senior leadership team and, and you can provide that, uh, that support. You can make a massive difference in, in the business. Um, I really, I know you're on board as individuals and, um, please stay on board and carry carry on supporting us and use the safety net register uh, whenever you need to, when you feel that you've got individuals that need that support or there's uh, issues with any particular area of business um, from a, a, a personnel point of view. Um, provide that support to me and my senior leadership team and that will hopefully... In time, carry on making Bridgeway Consulting one of the you know one of the most amazing places to work because that's what we want to, to achieve.
1: Um, just I suppose just for everyone out there that might not know, but just explain to us what the Safety Net Register is.
0: Yeah, the the um, Safety Net Register started its life as um, the um, at risk register, and the, the the we were finding from a statistics perspective that things would go wrong and we'd end up with health and safety event logs, we'd end up with safety incidents. And the safety incidents would always be reviewed from a rules perspective, you know, process and rules. But then we started to work out that actually, you know, what about people? You know, when is it that actually... Because a lot of the time when things were going wrong, the people that, we, that, that, that were involved in these events knew their rules. They understood what they're supposed to have been doing. And so then we were trying to work out, well, what's making it go wrong? What's happening? And we realise that in some instances, people are having issues with their mental, it could be mental health and well-being. it could be massive distractions at home because they've got relationship issues or financial issues, or it could be that they're absolutely exhausted because they've got a new baby at home. So the safety net register is there to protect individuals within the business, and the health and safety event log, which is what we review every month at the same time, is there for the actual safety event. Uh, So it's, it's... it's a critical support um, uh, network,
1: and it's completely confidential, isn't it? It's just if you yeah. are on there for personal reasons yeah. or medical yeah. reasons, it's yeah. HR and their alignment. I've, I've been on it. Yeah. You
0: know, I've put myself on the register uh, in the past because you know I've had issues that Unlike I've been dealt with, off. and I know that actually you know I'm not in full form, and there are you know there's stuff going off, and and you know there's nothing bad about it. It's really yeah. supportive, yeah, and we can work around people's uh, people's needs.
1: Um, just. Picking up on the message for managers, um, I think for me it's important that they don't feel that they've just got to be the ones that listen to everybody else. So just because we're managers or directors, it doesn't mean that this doesn't apply to us, does it? It's you know, know, they absolutely. need to well, talk as yeah,
0: well. Look, we're all human beings, yeah. and you know, and that, what I would say is, look, like, you know, we've all great believer in working together as a team. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not um, we're not immune to it.
1: Um, you've obviously shared a lot there with us. Um, what's your key message?
0: Um, if you're in a difficult place, to to um, a difficult place, talk to someone. Don't suffer in silence. Um, if things are, are, are all good in your um, in your world, then you know, great. But in that circumstance, you know, keep an eye out on your work colleagues. Um, a caring word, or just observing someone's behavior changing, it could be life. It could be you know, life changing for for for, for some. So um, you know. Please keep an eye on your buddies, keep an eye on the people that are around you. People who get stressed aren't always the first ones to realise it. So often, as, as peers, we'll, we'll maybe see that someone's changing their behaviour and, and just...
1: Check in with them. Yeah, just yeah. check in with them. Yeah. Check in with them. Um, do you want to add anything else before we finish?
0: Yeah, look, in, in the run-up to Christmas, um, I'd just like to take the opportunity to personally thank everyone for their hard work and commitment. It's been um, another really difficult year, dominated by COVID uh, restrictions and um, ever-changing goalposts. Issues around whether people can take annual leave or where they where can they travel to. Um, what's a good idea to do? You know, are they are they shielding? I mean, for example, for me. I've, everything i've had to do i've had to be one eye considering that i'm the only one that goes and visits pete inside his house every day yeah. pete's been shielding for the life for nearly two years yeah. and and the world's opened up to him but his immune system is 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 lower than uh than an average person's um so you know it's been it's been a really um tough uh another tough year we've been very busy which is good but that creates um strains um, recruitment and ret- retention continue to be a real focus for us and reviewing all of our, uh, we're reviewing all of our uh, processes in relation to it um, and continue, you know, I want to continue challenging the status quo, I want us to continue exceeding expectations everywhere safely and sustainably at a, at a personal level and also at a, um, at a uh, client level and um and in and you know and in remembering around the free e's exceeding expectations everywhere safely and sustainably sometimes it's not about we, we might not be able to exceed those expectations but in those circumstances under, have those honest conversations and manage those expectations so that people can realize why things are what they are you know i don't live in a fantasy world we can't always give somebody yeah. something a bit better than we did last time but we can we can communicate um I, value, I really value um, your continued support as employees and encourage you to carry on supporting each other, particularly in relation to well-being. And a conversation, you know, think about those conversations that you could have might just change someone's, um, someone's outlook. And it's, and it's just a good thing to do, just to help another human being. Finally, um, I wish you and your families a, re- a really well-deserved festive break, a Merry Christmas and a safe and prosperous new year.
1: Thanks Pino for your time today um, we'll obviously continue to update everyone in relation to our wellbeing strategy next year and as a reminder the Validium number can be found on the intranet and we're going to be sending out a text message over the next few days um, we hope you've enjoyed the first ever Bridgeway podcast um, if anyone's got any ideas for the next one or wants to be involved we'd love to hear from you. Pino, any thoughts on who our next guest
0: should be? Oh, wow. Um, do you know what? I, I'm just absolutely open-minded about it. I mean, the one thing that bridgeways is this really complicated machine. And every bit, of, uh, every bit of that machine, no matter who they are, what they do, are key critical individuals. So I'm happy to hear from anybody at any level.
1: I think I'd love to hear from one of our apprentices. Um, so if there's anyone out there that wants to get involved then let us know
0: yeah I'd, I'd, I'd back that I mean that's yeah. where I started from you're right the grassroots so really excited about the apprentices that are in the business so yeah let's yeah, yeah. have a volunteer yeah.
1: <laughs> um, thanks everyone for listening and Merry Christmas thank you thank you